Pro Group Racing presents show us your tips. Caulfield, well, Caulfield Racing tomorrow. Group One Racing from Caulfield. Thousand Guineas Day. Uh, a good day. Plenty of black type going on down south. The cracking card for a Wednesday afternoon, as it generally does at the midweek uh, point or the mid, yeah, midweek point of the Caulfield Carnival. Also, a pretty deep card at Warwick Farm. We'll get into a bit later. But Beaver, how did the weekend treat you, buddy? We already yeah, mate. Analysis, I think. But, uh, I feel everyone else. Yes, we had a. We had a bit of analysis off there, but um, yeah, some quality horses produced some quality runs. Um, yeah, uh, by the end of the day, it uh, had treated me fairly well, uh, given a fair few of our tips uh, uh, saluted and put some money in the bank. It was it was quite good. Um, very impressed with uh, Animo. It was, was highly impressive. I'm Thunderstruck was good, and I, I thought Delphi was uh, fantastic in the last and probably... Um, put itself forward as a genuine Caulfield Cup chance. Yeah, you did. You did well nailing all of those uh, for the punters. Uh, nailed them down pretty well. Floating artists were still in at the time, but yes, uh, he nailed them down as the main chances. And uh, yeah, had a little bit of luck in Sydney, and a little, a couple got knocked over as well. But uh, we have to fight another day as we head down to Caulfield. Yes. Oh, well, quickly, what do you do off the Cox Plate now? Animo's going there. Probabil's going there. Zaki's going there. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's a big shout. I just don't know what to make of Zaki's run. I think I think what it did highlight to us that um, I think if you it's... you look in hindsight, uh, Zaki, a lot of its runs, the races have been run to suit uh, where there hasn't been a lot of pressure, and certainly the ones that's been able to sit off the speed and just blow them away. Um, but you know when the when the speed went on early there and it was put under pressure early. Um, I don't know. Is it just an anomaly, or was uh, is there a chink in the deep, armor there? It hasn't got deep into a prep yet either. It, it's only had the been fairly lightly raced. Now it's going to be what fourth up. Uh, I yes, think, I think the key is it's probably not. Uh, I think we people just got a bit carried away with seeing the next winks, and it's, it's yes, of course, but it's not that. Um, does incentivize go there? Well, then it, it may well do now, given that um, they may have been inclined to stay, try and stay away from Zaki if Zaki came out on the weekend and put three, four, five lengths on them. Uh, but now that uh, Zaki's shown that uh, there's certainly a chink in the armour, um, incentivise might they, the, the connections there might think that it's well within the grasp and uh, a very winnable race. And we know that incentivise um, when the pressure goes on, uh, is it's very tough horse for the fighters and you'd have to think Mooney Valley would suit as well yeah you would, do. On pace. you would do um, yep and uh, some of the you know I, I certainly think um, NMO and Captivant um, they were both outstanding runs and I think both in the lightweights would be genuine coxplate chances I think they both um, have the ability they're both group one winners and I think that coxplate is certainly the type of race that would suit both of those horses um, as three year olds they um they run a lot of play the three odds run a lot of placings in the Cox Plate. Like your all too yep. hard uh, last year or two years ago was at Castle Vecchio. You get those ones that can posse up and, and at least run a place and, and are all live chances, I guess. So Yeah, yeah uh, and certainly with the no internationals, I think that certainly opens it up for them even further. Yeah, definitely. Uh but a good day's racing. Uh Profondo was good. Paulili was oh, good. outstanding. Uh yes. that's a serious race horse, Profondo. Yeah, I'd back him in. A co- I'd almost back him in a cox plate, actually. Big ask, start three. 
Yes. Uh, but anyway, we've got that looked forward to next Saturday. We've got our big preview coming up Thursday night with the Everest and the Caulfield Cup. Uh, any quick thought on the Everest field? Uh, have you anything changed from a draw? I don't think there's anything scary. Great field. Um, any chances? We'll talk about that Thursday. Let's get into Thursday. tomorrow. Yeah, let's get this. All right. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. We head to Caulfield where the rail is in the nine. Uh, there's storms forecast, but I believe it's going to be later in the evening. So it should be okay. We'll watch for any on-pace bias with the rail out, but might even be sort of up and uh, up on pace and a bit off the rail as well. So we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. We kick off with a benchmark 70 over the mile, small field here. Uh, and I thought that, or just at the price, but I thought rhinoceros, rhinoceros was good at the Valley last time. Uh, meets a similar field here, meets Capital Legend, it'll beat home. I know the bias that night was as bad as some people thought early. Uh, it definitely wasn't disadvantage, but um, race one Caulfield, it might be a similar setup, and there's no other pace here. So I thought it can get control again and, and be very hard to run down again. So I was opening with race one, number one at Caulfield. Uh, what are you doing, Bia? Yeah, look, um, those two, certainly Capital Legend and Rhinoceros, uh, is form around both of those. Capital Legend gets the sort of one and a half, I think, uh, shift in weights uh, in its favour for a very small margin. I've gone actually for cheerful moment. Um, I like its form that it's brought here. Uh, it's first up running Victoria. I thought it was very good and probably with some open air um, uh potentially wins that race. So I'm thinking it can sit off the pace here and uh, get over the top of the, the other two. Um, at the $5 mark, I think that presents good value. Yeah, cool. Uh, and, and nothing wrong with different form in, a, in any race most of the time. Uh, race two, the 2000 metre Group 3 Kunji Cup. Uh, what are you doing here? Oh, look, mate, I think the favourite here is a... a a moral, a floating artist, dollar uh, eighty-five. Uh, I think that's, I think it's a fair price to be honest. Uh, I thought it'd probably be a little bit shorter. Um, they saved it. For, they were scratched on the weekend to save him for this. Uh, just hoping for a little bit of more give in the track. Uh, winner here goes to Caulfield Cup. Uh, and I think uh, if it wins this comfortably, it stamps itself as a genuine Caulfield Cup chance. Yeah, agree. Uh, obviously on top, and I will very likely be having it high in my numbers when we do Thursday show on the three-day backup. So yeah, one of the best of the day tomorrow across across the country, floating artists for me. Race three is a benchmark seventy-eight again over the two thousand meters. This is a maybe a little bit more of a open affair, but uh, I think Alcyon's fine. Just prep it. Uh, resumed with a nice win. Uh, went three weeks back and was not far off Mr. Brightside, who's won again since, won at Ballarat again impressively since, and uh, I think will run well. And uh, the main danger, which the market agrees with, is Mankane returning down to Melbourne off a couple of Sydney runs where uh, Mac will be against it again. It's probably going to be a long way back and have to make a long run to catch, to catch some of these. Uh, but, yeah, the market's in that order. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think you're right with Alcione. Um, any horse running a length to Mr. Brightside at the moment is flying. Um, it's, in, it's in superlative form. So third up, I think Oliver Borden Cummings um, 
suggest it'll run really well. I thought the main danger was Durston, to be honest. Um, its first up run at Flemington was pretty good. It got well back in the field and finished off nicely behind Hosier and Turidan. Uh, prior to that, had some really good form uh, in, at Ascot and uh, uh, in Great Britain. Uh, 52 kilos is, yeah, you know, as much as you want to see these horses carrying, but I think you could probably improve and run a good race. Um, the other one you mentioned, yeah, just don't know if it wins very often. So I'm happy to suggest it'll probably finish maybe in the placings again, but uh, I'll leave it out and go the other two. Cool, cool. Uh, race four, benchmark 84. Let's turn out to the 2,400. Uh, a lot of these offer a gap between runs, which is interesting. What are you thinking about this race? Yeah, a lot of coming off winning form as well. Um, mm. So inter interestingly enough, look, I've got a big rap on Smoking Romans. Uh, it's a horse that I've backed a number of times and we know it, we know it'll stay all day. It's, it can take up the running. It can sit just off the pace. Um, it's a good horse, uh, 61 kilos. It's weighted right up to um, its best here. But look, yeah, I'm going to go smoking Romans. I just think it's it's a bit more progressive than some of the rest of them. Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, I'm just taking it on this. Is it seven weeks between runs? But a lot of these, I said, are off a gap. It does feel like a horse that'll head to that uh, the race on Melbourne Cup, the used to be called the Long Black, whatever it's called now, the yeah, yeah. 100 um, on the Tuesday. I can't remember what it's called now. But, yeah, the, the other staying race on the card feels like one of those horses has run quite well there. Look, I, um, yeah. I end up going to accountability off the two wins in Sydney. Uh, they're not the flashest of – it's not the best of Sydney form. It beat Mancana, we just mentioned. Uh, but this isn't the best of races. Uh, definitely respect smoking, uh, and it's a rightful favourite. And potentially by the time they jump over, I'll probably look back to it. Oh, the other one I want to mention, $21, heir to the throne. She's very strong. She's always honest. And I think we'll yep. give, uh, off the four weeks between runs, we'll give a fair sight here. And um, is a good each way bet if you're looking for a, a play at odds. I was just going with the wall of factor here. Race five, 400 metre benchmark, 84. Where, how's this for a race? I'm going to... Go spec one here for Chris Waller again. Illa Ferry uh, come over from the New Zealand Group Ones, chasing uh, Amarilina and a couple of those sort of horses. And uh, nice enough trial in Sydney. Interesting to board it straight down here. Uh, and just the this race is ready to be taken by something a bit new. I was a bit sick of the rest of them. Uh, Imperial Lad will run around, run along on pace, and be honest as always. If there's any. Uh, on pace bias there uh, and just thought agreeable is going to get back and do what agreeable does. And a bit like Frankie Pino's uh, got Pino's got the, the best finish in the race, but it's going to be a long way back as well from gate 11. So I was just looking away from, from them a little bit. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I was sort of thinking very similar to you, except I landed on good and proper. Um, it, it now gets to third up and, um, its first up run was very good uh, behind a couple of decent horses in Turath and Enavista. And it was probably slightly disappointing last start. Again, it by Enavista. Uh, it was only three lengths off them. Um, had a few excuses there. Um, the jockey um, 
I think that there was some sort of reports the jockey felt that the horse may have uh, been in season or something and just didn't have the mind on the job. Um, so I, probably last preparation was very consistent, ran some really good races, particularly at Caulfield. Um, I'm looking for some improvement here and uh, races on the pace. Uh, maybe I'll get away with it. Cool, yeah. I was a bit I was a bit concerned with you with Frankie, uh, you know, flying at the moment, and very consistent. But it's going to have to give him a start. Yeah, and it just you know, it's one thing doing that at Sandown; it's another thing getting to Caulfield and trying to reel a whole field in. The uh, Group Three Blue Sapphire Stakes for the three-year-olds Profiteers back again. Uh, what's going to do with him? Yeah, look, has to show something a bit more before I'm going to back him at two dollars seventy. Um, I'm going to go with Extreme Warrior uh, from the Price Kent stable. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic return uh, at Echuca. Uh, it was long, long odds on, but certainly taken there to get a win. Uh, Brandon, prior to that, had some really good form in some very good races uh, behind the likes of General Bo, Anima. Um, yeah, I think this horse has got some ability, and I'm just looking for something with a bit of... Uh, Upside um, and taking on the, I don't know where it's at, Profiteer. Yeah, uh, I'm taking on as well. Uh, I've got Minx Moven on top. I, I liked its win at Mooney Valley. Had to buff it out and got held up and still uh, exploded when it got the chance. So that was pretty impressive. The win before that midweek grade in Sydney was good as well. I just think it's got a bit of upside. And I think we've probably seen the ceiling on most of these now. And um, except Extreme Warrior, obviously we haven't there. The property you can forgive the fact it was stuck outside lead on a, on a hot pace first up in a group one, but I just don't think it's two wins were wet track restricted races and we haven't seen anything since really. And uh, I think it might've been caught up with a little bit here. So I think there's, and there's enough pressure here with like to jigsaw and Ranvi where it's not going to get its own way either. So I was looking away from it um, and happy to play around those yeah, next two in the market. And pretty keen they both run quite well, actually. So um, you've summed up Extreme Warrior pretty well there too. The Group 1,000 guineas over the mile for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, this for a race, um, what are you doing in the Group 1? Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Mm. Um, tricky tricky little affair. Uh, I've landed on Zuzarella. Okay. Um, I Look, I was... Slightly disappointed last start. I thought it looked like it was looming up to go past them and just didn't quite run on. Mm. Um, I think it'll be better suited by the Caulfield track and gate two. I think it could probably sit a little bit closer, had to get further back last start and had to unleash a, a pretty sustained run. Um, I think it'll be further improved by that 1600, but I think this might be a bit more to its liking with a bit more sit and sprint here um, closer to the pace. Uh, so on that basis, uh, I've gone for Zuzarella, and I also think Barb Raider is a huge chance as well. So I think it just uh, keeps keeps improving. Uh, stepped up to this eighteen hundred last start and won pretty comfortably. Comes back to sixteen hundred here. I think that's okay. I think it's it's uh, set to run well as well. Yeah, the horse Barb Raider beat was disappointing in Adelaide on the weekend, but I did win the race. I. I've actually just noticed it's favourite, but I end up coming back to Hinged uh, again, tipping a Chris, good day for Chris Waller. 
Uh, but finished uh, along the fence inside the flight uh, next to Never Been Kissed, who actually I thought overperformed on Saturday. It was very good in the in the Group One Never Been Kissed. Um, before that, Hinged had, uh, and I never hadn't really paid much attention to a horse. Had some pretty good was doing some pretty good things up in Queensland. It was pretty impressive before it came to Chris Waller. Uh, I think it'll run well here, and I, I keep I kept looking at Swift Witness, led him up in that the the flight, and it was. The, still held on okay on the pace, but uh, and I just think it'll run well here. I think it's going to be on pace and um, give you a decent sight, as uh, most of gays tend to do. But uh, hinged on top, uh, respecting Zuzarella, maybe a little bit disappointing last time, but might have just been a flat run and a couple other chances. But um, yeah, I'm with the Sydney horses again, uh, as I tend to find a bit at this time of year down south. We finished the day with the ladies' day vase over the sixteen hundred meters. Another cracky here. How are you taking us home? Yeah, uh, tricky little affair to take us home here. I've I've um, landed on the top weight only words. Mm-hmm. Um, third up here, but it was absolute moral beaten last start. Um, it never got a run anywhere down the straight at Mooney Valley. Uh, it was climbing all over the back of them. Um, if it gets a run, it wins that race. I've got no doubt about it. Um, and that was a, that was an okay race. You know, horses like So You Assume. So I think from gate three, it's going to get a really good um, uh, posse up here. And I think it's it's drawn to get a really good run. Super hard to beat. Most ridiculous price of the day is uh, number seven, Aidensfield. It's 30 to one. It's... Uh was beaten twice last three starts two of them were beaten by track bias and a bad gate were tremendous runs uh, last time went along the fence and chased down Visto, who would probably be favorite in this race i would guess and uh i'm and happy to take 30 to one tomorrow to find out uh aiden's field really misses talented has to step up and you've nailed only words uh there's a couple here that i've been on lately that i'm happy to pen i think we've seen enough of butter chicken where uh, i'm jumping off uh i think we've Ecumenical, we've seen enough of now. Uh, shout out again to Carol, who's got a Harmony Rose going around here, but uh, I don't think she's ever recovered from that time she sent the cracking pace and got run over by Hungry Heart in the binary. Feels like mm. I might have gutted the poor girl, uh, but I wish her all the best. Hope we see the best of her tomorrow. Um, yeah, well, this is a, this is the test, right? Uh, because if she's ever uh, best, she wins this by three lengths. Yeah, but we haven't seen that for some time now. And uh, this, you know, if it doesn't run well in this, then it could be finished. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, Keen at Aidensfield is a, is a great bet at that price. Let's sum up for progretracing.com today, your best and value at Caulfield. Yeah, my best comes up in race two, number three, Floating Artist. Uh, and my value comes up in race eight, number one, Only Words. My best is the same, floating artist, best of the day across the country. And my value will make it in the last Aiden's field at the 30s, just so I've got something to vote about if it gets up. We head to Warwick Farm where it's currently soft. Not a lot of uh, big rain around tomorrow. He plays softish again tomorrow. Worst side of dead. Uh, and interesting little card. We kick off with a maiden race over the 1,200 metres. A short price favourite, Beaver. Hey, starting us off here. Yeah, it looks, looks like it's the horse to beat here. The rest are, it's the only unraced one and uh, it's the one that they've got the, the cash on. So, um, yeah, I'm tipping Espiona to be 
It was to be. Yeah, trial last last two trials were sensational. But uh rolled well twice, put away, had a fantastic trial again, and comes here and doesn't have to beat a lot. I think we start off with a shorty, but a goodie. Uh race two, another maiden, this time over the 1400 meters. Plenty of waller going around here. Uh yeah, the two that lead the mark are the two chances. Mystic Mermaid debuted Wyung was pretty good. And Grassilly Styler, who I'll get right at some point, was uh was decent enough leading him up uh, outside lead in the Able Wheelie race. Uh, he looks like he's got a bit of talent, but I think, yeah, they're the two to be here. Uh as the market indicates that, so I probably haven't told anyone too much. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, I I struggled a little bit with this race. Um, but yeah, you're probably right. I think they look to be the two in the market um, that have shown the best form, uh, probably slightly leading to the number five, Grace Estelia. Um, yeah, it was a tough run last start, but, but stuck on okay. Uh, Wallace McDonald's hard combination to go past. Race three, 1100 metre benchmark 72. What have you got for us? Yeah, I've, I've um, landed on French Marine. Uh, from the least stable, third up. Uh, I thought it won quite well last start, um, at, although it was at Armidale. Um, most of these have got the, the bush form. It uh, was well backed and beat Deploys alone, which um, goes all right. And then prior to that, uh, ran quite nicely in a race at, at Musselbrook. So I think this is a horse that's got a little bit more improvement in it. Uh, third up, drawn well. I'm with the favourite here, Joel. I uh, had to chase from a long way out on the leader's track at Rose Hill uh, when the, the field separated quite early. Did all the chasing. It comes back here third up to... This is a country race. And... Um, yeah, it is. So, yeah, keen, keen to bet on Joel. I think uh, it will round these up. Uh, yeah, dang, danger's got to be unexposed, which might be like a race French Marine. But, uh, yeah, very keen to back Joel tomorrow. Race four, over the mile, benchmark 78. Another tricky little one. What have you got here? Yeah, look, I've got, um, I've landed with Grand Rumour. Yeah. Um, third up, I think this is the weakest affair it's met in a fair amount of time. So it was two, just over two lengths behind Ellsberg uh, last start, and Ellsberg's come out and franked its form again. It was very good. And then was only a length and a half behind Geiston's uh, King of Sparta in a fairly good event at um, Ramwick. So I think, um, look, the step up to the mile suits, um, looking out for this distance, third up. Uh, yeah, really good bet. I just think this is a pretty average affair. Yeah, I'm with Grand Rumor as well. He, uh, she got bumped at the start uh, back at Rose Hill. Then had, again, similar to the last story, had to chase... From a long way out on that leader's track. And uh, even though she's got an eight next name, she was the best of the finishers and out wide. And I think, again, comes back to a, a field she can round up quite easily. Uh, so, again, happy to take the price there. Race five, benchmark 72, 2,400-metre race. I won't be taking any prices in this race. Beaver, will you? Nah, awful affair. Um didn't like it much at all. If I was given some money and someone said, you got to have a bet, I'd probably back Arabellini. But um, yeah, not not a race that's uh, given some of the other races on the day that I'll go looking to have a bet in. No, yeah, same. I'll, uh, I'll leave that for others. The My race six is the 1400 metre benchmark, 72 short price here coming from the bush as well. 
Uh, do you like it? Yeah, I think it'll win this. Uh, it's skinny enough, but I think it's certainly good enough. James McDonald's jumped on. Um, yeah, I think it's got some ability here. Um, won a barrier trial pretty easily. Um, and then it's won all its races in good time. And I know it's come from Scone and Nowra and Goulburn, but um, yeah, looks too good for these. Yeah, uh, I've got on top of it. It feels short coming from there, but uh, it looks it like is, it's yeah. got a little bit to offer here. Um, yeah, if it's going to get beaten, it'll be by Parachuter or Magella, but uh, I think she's here to run well and J Mac's on. And apparently, everything J Mac gets on starts favourite these days. So. Yeah, that's win too, probably so. a bit shorter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, race seven, benchmark seventy-eight over the twelve hundred meters. This is a, a yeah, tricky finish to the card. Do you like anything? Oh yeah, not a great race. Uh, it's not the last race, is it? Race seven, isn't no, it? Race eight. Yeah, we've got another one. Yeah. Um, again, uh, I've, I've settled on Exceltic. Uh, Bowman's aboard, I think. Yeah, like last start, I think it was a fairly decent run and it had 61 kilos on its back at Rose Hill. Um, so it gets a bit, bit of weight relief there. Uh, and prior to that, it's been pretty consistent uh, in in fairly decent races. So, look, I think it can give a bold sight. Drawn in gate 11 probably suits it because it probably looks to come down the middle of the track anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, if it can get the right run, can uh, worth a shout. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no real confidence. Uh, I end up settling on promotions, who's been going around a little bit better stuff. Now goes from King to Nash, uh, and I think we'll, we'll fix in here okay. Uh, and I think Zoracat can bounce back and run well enough. Uh, just about sits right on partner's hammer and and might give you a side around double figure mark, but yeah, not a race I'm overly thrilled to play in. And we wrap the day up with... Uh, similar similar sort of race over 1100 meter benchmark 72. Anything for us here? Um, look, I like six again. Um, four dollar mark, a four dollar favorite. It's its first up win was excellent. Um, at Newcastle over the short, the shorter nine 900, so it gets up a bit of distance here, but uh, absolutely burnt them after a really good trial. And uh, last preparation only had the one start before it was put out and it was um, well tried there. So it's it's trialled, every time it's trialled, it's trialled well. I think it beat Gravina by five lengths um, back earlier this year in a trial. So I think this, the horse looks like it's got a bit of ability. I'm surprised it's about four bucks. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's good. Just, I'll be I, I think it's a bit, I think it's longer. And maybe maybe it's about the right price because sometimes weird things happen in those 900-metre Newcastle races. Yes. Uh, that we've seen oh, Britain won one by five lengths and it's gone places. But uh, we, yes, I still think it's talented horse. I think it'll run well here. I went looking for Anne again, uh, who mm. went really well on debut, then finished second behind Paul Ely in a group race, uh, tipped out after the Gosford uh Trial was a thousand meter trial. It, I think, it just peaked on its fitness because uh, it, it. I don't know if it trialed that well or whether it just ran a fitness over the longer, longer trial. But I'm going to give it a chance here at double figures. I think it just might be a talented one. It fits here. Uh, Ruby Kisses comes from weaker stuff too, but he's going well. And six again 
will run well. So they're sort of the three I'll, I'll look at to finish the day, but a bit of value there yep. away from the favourite, I think. Uh, your best in value for progeracing.com.au at Warwick Farm. Yeah, my value bet comes up in race seven, number two, Exceltic. And my mm-hmm. best bet comes up in race four, number six, Grand Rumor. Very good. Uh, my best I will make, as I just close my page, oh, it's Joel. Joel will win. I think she'll round them up. And I'll make my value, and again in the last, run well there. What have you got up north for us? Up north. How could I um, not have something up north? I've got a few up north. Oh, uh, race one, number one, Shard Shardjaya. It'll turn the tables on the favourite, uh, Beery Cart. Um, in the second race, uh, Mount Fuji um, will be super hard to beat. And then my next bet comes up. Let me just find it. Uh, race four, number eight, a river somewhere. I'm willing to forgive last start. I tipped it. Um, yeah, just something didn't go right there. Uh, it'll bounce back and be super hard to beat. And then my next bet comes up in race seven, number five, volunteer. I tipped it last start and I'm happy to go back Very again. Good. Yeah, quick back. It's a maiden stepping up. So, um, yeah, but around six bucks, uh, I think that's worth uh, keeping the cash on. Yeah. Uh, Waller's got a couple there. Yeah, right. Three. Beautiful. Good job, mate. Uh, as we yep. always say, check out progetracing.com for their free tips and extensive guide. Good luck tomorrow, Beaver. Get stuck into that form for yeah. the Everest and the Caulfield Cup. Look forward to discussing that on Thursday night. Good luck tomorrow, punters. Good luck tomorrow, some friends of the show. Uh, thanks, everyone, for the support the last few weeks. Thanks to uh, guys like Toby and Matt that have written in and given us a bit of a cheerio so thanks for that support good yes. luck to uh yeah carol with harmony rose and chester with grand Marore, good friends of the show who have vested interest hope they both run very well uh and beaver get some rest and i will see you for the caulfield cup and everest chat thursday catch you then